Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. It started. Oh, it's like, uh, you stopped at two. You didn't say one and the countdown was over. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Marissa Explains It All. I'm Marissa, and that is Joyce. This is me. No, where is an animal sound? <laughs> Have we used that one yet? Honestly, I've lost track, and, and I feel like we've lost track of everything. We haven't put anything on Patreon in like three weeks. Well, Marissa, that all... Is my fault, because yeah. I just want to go run off and be in a relationship and like neglect my responsibilities and shit. It's still content. Yeah, I mean, we're still putting YouTube videos on there every week, right? So they can watch that. Yeah, and I'm trying to get my shit together so that starting... You know what? We'll make lots of footage at my birthday weekend, and then that way we'll just upload it every week on there, and then you're set for... Do we know anybody with a drone? A drone? You know what's so funny? with a drone? Why, you want to, like, get a overhead drone footage of the party? Well, I actually do know somebody with a drone oh, okay. who actually does film parties. I just don't know how much we'd have to pay him. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay for that. But it would be cool. <laughs> yeah, I've already dropped 5K on this. I think I'm all set on a drone. <laughs> I was, like, looking at my shit today. I dropped 5K on this. I did almost Smaller. 3K for vacation. 2100 to fucking cool sculpt my arms. All in all, I spent about 9K on miscellaneous things this summer, and that could have completely paid off a credit card. And so I hit, I texted Danielle today, and I was like, please remind me that these are all things that are worth it, and I'm not stupid, and whatever. And she was like, it's summer. You're it's investing hot. in experiences that you've always wanted and things you want to do. And honestly, I paid cash for all of these things, so it's not like I put myself in more debt. So. And to be honest, Marissa, you're are a pretty frugal person. I am. Like, I don't buy of, designer shit. I don't... Of, like, everybody that I know, like, you really, really, really are. <laughs> like, last year we went to the mall and she was like, I have $40 and I want to find a whole outfit. I was like, Marissa. And I did, but not that day, but yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I definitely am frugal as shit, so... But you deserve it. Yeah, I've wanted to do this so for so long this house like this concept mm-hmm. so i'm super happy that i get to do that and again that i was in a position where i could pay straight cash for the shit i mean i put it on my debit card but that's cash um, actually i put it on my credit card and she slid it to me oh well no i mean like booking the house the oh, house gotcha. was 4k and then yeah i just i was looking at my bank statement yesterday i'm like damn i sent joy 770 dollars the and other it's day because i got points for it oh did you really i was that's, i was like happy that you did it that way because i got to put it on my credit card and i got to stack up my points and i get 1.5 times the point. Oh, like, well, you're welcome then. Seven hundred dollars I wouldn't have spent myself. Yeah, and then, then like, yeah, then I paid the K. It's a ton of shit. So yeah, basically like five K for that shit. So yeah, but like I said, none of it has been on a credit card or anything. So at least I feel like I'm not being completely irresponsible. But it's still really hard to rationalize it when you like put it in the bigger picture of I spent nine thousand dollars this summer. And yeah, that, that's a lot of money. But I guess I have things to show for it. Mm-hmm. Like a birthday house. <laughs> Your arms? My arms. I mean, I don't notice that much of a difference. I guess they're like slightly smaller than they were. We can take after photos. Yeah. So then we can compare. And then vacation. I mean, I've been wanting a fucking vacation for forever. I haven't had a actual real deal holy field vacation since 2012. And so. it's a vacation. That's it what is. you always wanted. Exactly. It's not just a vacation. Oh. Come on. And it's Costa Rica, which I've been dying to go to for years also. What and time of year are you going? September. So they said it's the end of their rainy, well, toward the end of their rainy season. But the travel agent was like, I mean, regardless, it's a fucking rainforest. So you're getting rain either way. And I asked Penny last night, I'm like, what if it rains every day? He was like, well, then it rains every day. We're still going to have fucking fun. And yeah. I was like, are you guys going to do zip lining and like all that stuff? I, I've been to Costa Rica. Yeah, I don't want to do zip lining. I do want to do like the full rainforest tour when you like end up in waterfalls and shit like that. Like I want to do that. 
Um, they offer deep sea fishing at our thing, and like he loves fishing, so we're gonna do that. Wow. And he's talked about the horse riding on like the beach thing. Not a big horse enthusiast, considering I rode on one in fourth grade and then it ran away and never were returned onto one since. So. 50 50 on that if i'm drunk and high enough i'll get on any animal. why no to the zip lining it's oh. not scary i don't like heights like literally at all okay. i mean i'll do roller coasters but i don't like ferris wheels i don't like any of that shit so okay. i don't even like, bridge, like i don't even like bridges honestly like i kind of start hyperventilating on bridges if they're like the really big ones so yeah no okay. yeah not not my thing I, th- I made like a little list so like yeah the rainforest tour and like there's like a volcano thing. How long are you guys going for? Five days, four nights. Nice. Yeah. So that'll be cool. And like we go in the day before his birthday. So we'll be there like a full 24 hours for his birthday. And then we come back on a Saturday, which I'm pretty excited about too, because then it gives you like the whole Sunday to wind down before getting favorite. back to work. Yeah. So, and we leave. It's cool because that Monday is Labor Day. So like we have a pre-day also. We leave on Tuesday. So we have like a day to like prepare also without having to work and shit like that. Pack, do final shit, celebrate, I guess, his birthday with his friends and stuff. And then leave. And our flight's not till like 11 a.m. So we can like, you know, everything kind of feels cool. So we've been giving you guys quality content for about three years now. And we want to bring you even more. By subscribing to our Patreon, you'll have access to everything from full videos to spending a day with the gang and riding in a low rider through the streets of L.A., um, we got tears for our listeners on a budget and we got tears for our big ballers too and everyone in between. And even if you don't care about the content and you just want to support us, we would appreciate that too. So subscribe to us at patreon.com slash M-E-I-A podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N patreon.com slash M-E-I-A podcast. We might as well answer the listener email now. Oh, that makes sense since we're talking about it, right? So we got, an, I got an email today. With the subject line, quit playing, Marissa, from a girl named, I guess it's Madeline, but it's spelled like Madeline. Is that a name? Madeline? We don't know. Madeline. Madeline. Right. Yeah. But it's spelled M-A-D-E-L-A-I-N-E. So Madeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we sure? No. Well, write me and tell me, girlfriend. Nope. So anyway, I don't really care that much. Nice. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, also, our email is meiapodcast at gmail.com if you want to holla at us. And I put this on my story today, too, so you guys can see it. Um, so the email, yes, quit playing Marissa and says, how are you not going to tell us how you and Penny linked up? All we know is your backstory from like the 19th century when you were a teenager. <laughs> Kidding. But actually, how did all this get started again? Is it serious? Is he moving to L.A.? Are you heading back to New Jersey? I know you probably don't want to spill everything, but give the fans what we got. Uh, what we want regards Madeline loyal MEIA fan first of all thanks for being a loyal fan second of all unrelated but also related mostly unrelated I found my I, when I was in high school and college I used to keep pocket calendars where every single day I would write what I did at the end of the day the most obnoxious thing I've ever seen yeah oh you saw it on my finster right yeah. yes and literally like it would say like even though I already did it, it would say work 10 to 6. Like, I don't know why I needed to remind no, myself No, that's what that. I do. That's so funny. After you do it or before you yeah, do it? Yeah, after I okay, do it. Yeah, I go, yeah. sent thank you letter. Like, I write <laughs> that I did it. And I go, like, went to Big Wings on Saturday, okay, June good. 29th. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I So So then I found um, my 2003, 2004, 2005 one. And I found the day that we met was October 11th, that 2003. So that was kind of cool. cool. I was, and people used to always tease me for keeping that shit when I was younger. Like, the fuck do you write all this random shit down for? But now, as a, how old am I? 31 year old, almost 32, I very much appreciate that I did that because I would have never known what day we met. So, anyway, to answer your question, Madeline slash Madeline, didn't, I didn't, I, I feel like I said it. I mean, you guys were here for the episode where I literally walked in and was like, I called him before I got here. But did you ever, like, say exactly how you got to getting together? Yeah, you were like, I really want to find out what the sex is yeah, like. Yeah, I was like, I want to fuck, bro. We haven't fucked yet. And then Penny was like, cool, same. So, so like, was Penny just just available? Like, yeah. She was just like, hey. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I so, like, when I called him, I was, because, you know, like I said, we've always kept in touch. So it wasn't like it was like, I haven't talked to you in years. Where yeah, did you, you come from? Yeah, Instagram. like, we, I would say, like probably like once a month or so we would respond someone would respond to the other's story and say like cool or lol or hey (laughs) and um actually it's funny because in january like right around the time of all the pets that oh wow well fuck it pat uh right around this time all this pat stuff i forgot his name i was like yeah yeah (laughs) fuck that guy um penny had sent me a story on insta i mean not a story like a 
you know, the photo that like comes in and then deletes after you send it or whatever of me and him from the year prior. Like, oh, remember this? And I was like, oh, cool. And that was it. So anyway, so yeah, that was like probably our last, maybe we had like two or three more interactions in between then. But yeah, I called him on the way here to the podcast that day. And I was like, because I had already, I sent him a picture of the diary before that, the entry that said like, oh my God, I love Penny so much. Every day more I see him, it's not fair, blah, blah, blah. And so I called him after I sent it to him. I'm like, did you read it? He was like, yeah, it was funny. This and a third. And then that's when I said, I'm like, you know, I realized we haven't had sex. So, like, are you single? What's your situation? He was like, yep, literally nothing going on. And I'm like, cool, same as hell. I'll be there in two weeks for Carol's wedding. So, like, and then let's hang. It's been every weekend since. Yeah. Guys. And then, like, after that, on that same day, I was like, you know, and you should come here for Memorial Day weekend in two weeks or a week from that, whatever day. I think it was like a week and a half later or something like that. And he's like, I'm going to see what I could do. We'll figure it out. This, then, a third. And then, like, he texted me later that night and we had like a brief convo. And then, like, the next day, we kind of texted a little bit more. And then, but like I still wasn't invested, and neither really was he. So like I would just stop answering, and then pick it back up like 24 hours later, and shit. And then I don't know. We just had like a long convo one of those nights because I was working on the book at that time too. So I was up like super late, and we had like a long talk. And I was just like, wow, no, he's kind of like really grown up, and like this is a different version of the guy that I kept. Because like over the years since I've known him or whatever, like we've tried like. We went on a date in, like, 2010. We went on a date in, like, 2016. We went on a date in 2018. And each time I was like, mm, nope, still, no. Still not working for me. <laughs> and so I would, you know, just move on. He'd move on and no one would care. But this time I was like, no, nah, this feels like he's, like, a much better version of himself. And, like, this is pretty cool. And then, yeah, so then we ended up talking that whole week. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just move my flight up. And I'll come there for Memorial Day since he ended up not being able to come here. You guys never dated, dated, though. No, never. Okay. No, like, even in high school, it was literally just, like, kicking Hooking on the block. Like, yeah, hook up. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, so then I came for Memorial Weekend. And, like, he picked me up from the airport. And he was just mad cool and nice. Like, even just a little shit, to me, it meant so much more because this is the complete opposite of the person that I knew when I was 16. Like, he was a fucking selfish dickhead back then and, like, a maniac. And so, like, even the smallest thing of, like, picking me up in the airport, like, I am confident that four years ago, Penny would be like, yeah, no, just take an Uber to my crib. I'll see you there. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, little shit like that. And then that whole weekend, if I needed to be in Jersey for something or do something, like, he had no problem taking me and stuff. Just, like, really went out of his way to be nice, and it just felt really genuine. And I don't know. I mean, we just kept... Hanging out, and here we are. What kind of person do you think I'm going to be, like, in 10 years? Like, it's crazy to me that there's so much. Like, everybody's, like, oh. when they're, like, 30, they're, like, they're so, like, I'm so different than the person I was at 20. Yeah. And I'm, like, what am I going to be like? It's crazy, too, because it's, like, you don't even know the changes happening as it's happening. I mean, you never, I guess you never do, but, like, same thing, yeah. Like, 23 for me was only, was less than 10 years ago, and even that part, and I only use that number just because, I feel like that comes up the most in my time hop, like 2010, 2011 or whatever. And, like, even that person, I'm just like, whoa. I've Honestly, though, I feel like I became, like, the the actual me that I am. And I've always felt like, oh, I know who I am, and this is me for sure, and blah, blah, blah. But I don't think I really actually came into that person until, I would say, the last two years, honestly. Like, living in L.A. and then um, therapy definitely has escalated in the last year like that or not even I guess it's been six months seven months I've been in therapy so that definitely like pushed it all the way forward but like yeah I don't know I mean I can't I can't say I ever saw Penny being this person I can't say I ever saw me being like a homebody or like I mean I kind of I don't know or as woke as I am as far as myself like I don't know I guess you can't really estimate that. I know or it's just so crazy. I, I literally cringe thinking about every year of my life. Me too. At the cl- I'm like, oh my god, why did I do that? Just, and it just makes me like makes my skin crawl. And like even like from like a month ago, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? Literally. I'm like it. It makes me so uncomfortable that I'm like, oh, like to think that I'm gonna have to be like 30 and then cringe about like the next the past like eight years. Ugh. I thank God though that like I mean I've done cringy <laughs> things that I read and I'm like. Why? But <laughs> no, nev- like I'm ugh. never is it ever ba- so bad that I'm like mortified and I'm like I'm so glad I'm not that person. I've never been the person that like I hate or something like that. I mean, I know there are some people yeah. that completely change and really, really evolve, 
But I don't think I think I've always been like one step ahead of that. I've never really been super crazy or super bad or something. Like I've never really been extreme in any behavior, good or bad. So like, yeah. And then even my therapist today was like, "You seem really, really grounded." And I'm like, "I guess I really am," because like, honestly, my biggest issues with everything in life really stemmed from shit with my parents. That mm-hmm. again, like I've talked about on the podcast, like that I didn't have breakthroughs with until a couple months ago. So once those breakthroughs came, honestly, that was all I really needed. And, like, it kind of just opened up my eyes about everything else. And um, so now even, like, entering into a new relationship with somebody, like, I'm kind of able to use all of that shit that I learned. And then plus all the shit that happened with Pat and, you know, the guy that I dated in between Pat and Penny, like, wow, lots of peas. Who was the guy in between Pat and Penny? The dude that we went to oh. Sweet Chick with. Yeah, it was such a blip on the radar. Well, oh, my God. <laughs> I only no, like, what happened to that guy? Yeah. I don't know if we he still listens, know. but. That, what did you say to him? I just cut him off, All and right. I said that I ran into an ex, and that. It made, uh, it made you feel uncomfortable, and you got to resolve those issues, yeah, and you'll, even, you'll get back to him, yeah. and then you boot up in, like, two weeks later. And, and it wasn't, I didn't run into any ex, but ironically, Penny is kind technically of an ex. An ex. Mm-hmm. Oh. But if he listens to this, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Sorry. You were nice. I was. And he was a super... No, no, I was saying he was nice. I didn't say you oh. were nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was nice. What are you going to do? No, no, say, no. Like, it was fi- you did it. I you mean, suck as a human. No, no, thank you anymore. I mean, like, you didn't feel that way. So. Yeah. No, I mean, he, he was a super just cool person. It just wasn't like... It just didn't... It wasn't working for me. Of course. And it was... A, it was I that think, was a rebound for sure. He, no. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't call it a rebound because I honestly feel like he was completely my type. He looked just like Slim in, as far as like tall, skinny, like he fit that aesthetic of people I've talked to or whatever. And he had a great job and yes. plans to buy a house next year and great manners. And You can send him over this way. <laughs> Go to, please. <laughs> um, but no, it was just I, we had very different like personalities. And I think it was a lifestyle. Style yeah, I feel like it was a bunch of things, but honestly, even that dating from him for a month and then like me making the executive decision, like you know what, this isn't for me, and like being mature enough to just let it go, and like you know, I could have just faded to black on him. I made sure I had the conversation. Again, wasn't exactly completely truthful, but I don't feel like there's any need to unnecessarily hurt somebody's feelings. It doesn't. That's not. That's not fair or cool or you know. So I feel like the way I said it was. Same shit. I didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but even that experience kind of like really, I don't want to use the word motivated or taught me anything, but empowered. Yeah, and it reassured me that I am learning from the changes in therapy and and becoming a better me. Like that felt like a perfect example of like because I feel like you know I, I've been one in love, I've been wanting to be with somebody and Aww. security and all that shit. And here's a person that was super into me. And all types of security in the world, like great job, great everything, whatever, home, all that shit, lives in L.A. finally, you know. And I was mature enough to realize, like, I would be forcing this if I did this, so I'm going to move on. So I found a really good app. Mm -hmm. It's a breakup app. Mm -hmm. It's called Mend. Okay. And it's really cool. So what it does is... It, you download it, and it gives you, like, two-minute little trainings every single day that mm-hmm. are just kind of, like, prompts to think about. And even if you're in a relationship, like, they're really, really good prompts. Mm-hmm. And you can also track, like, how long since it's been since you last spoke to that person. And it, like, gives you reminders, like, not to talk to them. Mm. Um, but one of the things that it brings up, like, the first day, it's, like, why are you sad? Are you sad because... Like in the moment, like things hurtful things were said, or are you sad about the future that you had planned that mm-hmm. is no longer? Yeah, and like think about that, and it, and it, it's just like a two minute thing, and it's like such good food for thought for like the rest of the day. And there was one that was like, look, um, you just have to figure out like what your values are and whether or not someone else has the same values as you. And if you don't, you're just not compatible. Period. But you might have so much chemistry and they're like all of those feelings are so real like and valid the way that you feel about someone like the pitter patter like in your stomach but sometimes you're just not for each other and Mm -hmm. you can't force someone to see life in the same way that you do but you will find someone and so it's like write down all the things that are important to you and that's your exercise for today because like 
you should put out into the universe that that's what you want. That's fire. And, like, it's just really cool. Like, yeah. just, look the way that it gets you to think about things. And uh, it's also saying, like, you can't really blame anybody. You can choose, like, what the reason for your breakup was, and it will kind of tailor your trainings to that. So if it's just incompatible lifestyle, one of them is – don't play the blame game. Like, you guys both did the best that you could given the circumstances. Mm-hmm. It might have not been ideal, and you look back now, and you're like, I should have did something different. But given everything you knew in that moment, you made the best decision for yourself, and that person did too. So, right. like, who was there to blame? Nobody. Exactly. It just didn't work out. And it's really cool. That's kind of how I feel about Pat, even though that shit was miserable and ended really yeah. poorly. But, like, kind of to your point of just, like, wasn't compatible and and also like to switch gears a tiny bit it's like to think about it remember as fast paced as it was and i said like you know immediately he's like no you gotta be my wife and you gotta have my kids in the third and like to compare that now to me and penny and like it's really cool like i can see how penny genuinely cares but at the same time he's moving like very not not even very slow but very steadily very like you know each little thing let's build up to you know and then like he'll tell me something about his past or something deeper like he's not he's not laying all his cards out on the table in the first week and being yeah. like oh my god I love you let's have it because you know, everything is like you know like we're pacing it and so to see that like I compare that to what that other situation was with Pat and it seemed like it kind of more just was like just extreme chemistry I think it was just like a fantasy exactly. that you wanted to live out and then and I think that's also like what hurt too mm-hmm. like when you guys ended it it's just like that what if or like that future yep. that you thought you gave this person but in reality you can have that with anybody exactly and like that's and i think that's like the really cool part of like some of these exercises like i was just like oh yeah yeah and like to more think about it even still like you know he's running around with his artist and shit like that like and he's younger he's like 28 29 i can't remember right now but like you know that's that's a whole different lifestyle that like you have to go live that lifestyle for a while like yeah. they're just getting into this shit and there's way more money for them to get and run around and host a fuck and do all that crazy shit and i guess just the part of me that's like the hopeless romantic was just like no i could be the one because he's so in love with me but like you sit back and you kind of realize like you know and i'm no fucking guru like who the fuck knows what's gonna happen with me and penny either like you know lord knows i hope it works out but like right. i don't fucking know but and, you guys are having so yes, much fun and that's what my therapist said today too she was like you know I know you, Marissa, like, you're already, like, planning your wedding tomorrow. I was like, you know, Ajay, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Not that I, want rem- a reminder, don't want a wedding ever. Um, but, yeah, she was like, you know, rem- remember, like, this is still new, too, and anything can change, but, like, you're fucking having a ball and continue to have a ball. I think like, the dopest part about this whole Penny thing is you literally have not one, like, you haven't gotten, like, a spat or anything. Yeah. You, well, like, I'm not sure. Or at least you haven't really no, said anything. Yeah, it's actually funny because I put on my thing. We had our first, like, argument adjacent on Friday because he was just, like, super, like, some shit was going on with his life, so he was already, like, in a bad mood. And I was hosting an event in Jersey. And I don't know if you ever come with me to an event, but, like, I get really flustered in those things because, like, it's just weird. you do a lot of events. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know. Sometimes you don't talk. Yes. And, like, and or like and the and I move, like, kind of fast and just I expect the person, my friends, to just be directly next to me. And, like, they just know that I'm just weird and shit like that. But I've never gone to anything with him. So, like, he was kind of lagging. And then I was like, come on. Like, I don't know. I was, like, kind of just, like. And he didn't know that because he was trying to lag to like let me do my thing, and he want he didn't want to feel like he was stifling me. And I was getting annoyed because I'm like, "Yo, keep the fuck up with me, like I, whatever." And so it was kind of just became a thing of like he kind of felt like I ditched him the whole time. So it just it became like a whole argument. But he didn't want to say why he was mad at the end. So I'm like, "What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong?" And then he got more mad that I'm pushing him to talk when he wasn't ready to talk. So anyway, we blew up on each other for like I guess an hour, if that. But I thought that it was really cool because then when we both calmed down, it was like, okay, I learned that when you're not ready to talk, you're not ready to talk. Yeah. And I I apologize as well because I didn't really brief you on how I act at events. I have extreme social anxiety and I get really weird. So now that you know for the future, please just stay next to me and I'll make sure to be more mindful that I'm including you in my conversation. And you maybe be more mindful too that if I don't, I'm not doing it purposely or trying to forget you i'm just getting flustered and whatever so it was really cool and like a super healthy like argument and like we didn't say anything like super disrespectful when we argued we were just like yelling he's like if you want to if you want me to match that energy i can match that energy i was like oh no fuck like, just like in the car screen it's a good <laughs> feeling to know that when you 
it's sometimes it's not an argument it's just a conversation mm-hmm. to get, reach the same goal exactly and it's like you guys both care about each other clearly because you've been in each other's lives for the past 15, 16 16 years, years mm-hmm. and you like have an understanding of who the other person is so mm-hmm. you don't have to like really figure that part out yeah it's just kind of like all right like we're cool with each other we want to keep being cool with each other so like let's hash this out so we can get back to that exactly not like I'm trying to make you upset or I'm trying to hurt your feelings because why why do you want to be with some like why do you even why do you want to even yeah. put yourself in that situation like I don't understand people who are like I fucking love to argue like arguing Oof. is my favorite thing like that bitches really mm. like talk about that shit like it's a flex that's disgusting mm-hmm. like who like and psychotic and like why do you like sick. that energy like why do you like to like say like I'm so bossy like I love telling people what to do like I like like why? I don't operate good in that in that space. Just, I, I if I'm in a, arguing, like I'm already starting to act out of pocket, like not my normal self, and like I just don't do good in the, that space. So like I prefer to like always, and that's the thing too, though. Like that's why I was pushing him to talk about it because I prefer to try to solve something you wanted immediately. To figure it out. Me too. And I also have to respect the fact that some people need to cool off first. And yeah. that's the thing about, especially with him, like I know the the new. The newer Penny is the calmer one. Like, I know the old Penny was the fucking hothead the that fought, off. yeah, all the time and was like ready to just go at it with whoever wants to argue or fight or whatever, you know what I mean? So, I do have to respect the fact that, like, that's his method of calming down. Like, give him a second. We'll talk about it when he's ready to talk about it. Like, it's not going to go for days and days. And, I mean, as far as I know. But yeah, so I, w- I was honestly, like, really happy that that happened because it just reminds us, like, we are, even though, yes, we have known each other for 16 years. We we know 16-year-old me and Aww. whatever, you know, like, I'm a completely different person and he's a completely different person. I mean, our core values are still the same, but the way we handle things is different. What we tolerate is different, like, a lot of different things. So there is still learning that newer person. But it's fun. It's like a fun process and shit. So and arguments and disagree, well, disagreements are inevitable. But if you have a mutual respect, you know, it's just easier to navigate through it and then you take them as learning experiences and yeah yeah i don't know it's cool like it's so what'd you guys do this weekend um i had a high school reunion an arbitrary 14 year high school reunion <laughs> and it wasn't a, an official one it was like they made everybody a, like powwow yeah they made a facebook group and they were like let's all meet up at this steakhouse and buy our own drinks and do whatever and we'll just talk to each other at the bar and so it's what it was. And so Danielle obviously went to my high school and my middle school and my elementary school. So it was Danielle and me and Penny. And Penny was just, you know, our third wheel for the night at that situation. Okay, I am dying because I feel like Danielle has been like the best third wheel. <laughs> yeah, she of, is. No, she's Marissa like literally the best. Posting all these pictures and it's like her, Penny, and Danielle, like in all of them. I'm like, are they all three dating each other? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Going to jail together, <laughs> going out to eat together, on the beach together, at the pool together. Yep. And then like me and Penny will be taking a selfie and Danielle will just pop in. Like, no, what? it's so, you guys, the Finstas are hilarious. <laughs> or like one time me and Penny were like hugging and then Danielle just jumped in on the hug <laughs> from like, I oh, love her. I haven't even best. met her and I and you'll oh, meet actually, her next we've weekend. Been oh, really? Mm-hmm. I asked her. I was like, because um, Danielle texted me yesterday and was like, oh, what's the hashtag for your birthday? Do you have one? I was like, amazing question. Let me consult with Joyce, who may have already created one. And I consulted with Joyce, and Joyce was like, yes, and I'm not telling you. So if you want her to text me, then we can discuss. I was like, excuse me. All right. <laughs> so then they texted, and I asked Danielle. I'm like, am I going to love it? She was like, duh. And I was oh, like, yeah. I'm glad she said that. Cool. I feel like I have an idea. From one of the things that you told me that we needed to buy at the dollar store slash put on my Amazon list. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling my mom today, and I was like, I mean, what do you think? I feel like you can't use those things for, like, many other things. My mom was like, I think I agree with that. We're going to find out. So okay, cool. We'll see. <laughs> but if it is what I think, it's, like, perfect and makes, like, complete fucking right, sense. It, so. it, it does. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, like, really excited. And so then I'm... debating what to do with Nova because I was planning on just bringing him for the whole weekend. But as we were discussing before we went on air, he is definitely getting so old that now he's, what is it, incontinent? He's He's having incontinence. And he has incontinence issues. Yeah, so he's leaking pee, basically, at all times now. And he also, like, like, leaks poo, Marissa. <laughs> no, he just poos. He doesn't leak <laughs> poo. Um, I was also, leaking poo the other day because I had food poisoning. That is literally disgusting and way too much information. Um, but, yeah, so he's, like, dripping pee on stuff now. 
So, plus he's also, like, OD shedding, like we talked about, because it's summer. So, he's, like, dripping pee and not, like, squirting pee. Like, he's yeah, not no. lifting up his leg and, like, squirt, squirt. No, it's no. It's, like, drip, drip. It's just dripping out of his peen. Drip, drip, drip. Yeah. Drip, drip. And, like, pretty decent <laughs> drops where, like, he was laying on the couch today, and once he got up, there was, like, a decent size, like, just puddle there. It wasn't, Marissa, like, super I don't want to come to your house anymore. <laughs> I'm, the last time I came, the last time I sat in your car, I wanted to kill myself. I know. He's, and, oh, God. This How is, is Zom's okay with this? I mean, also, he, I don't know. He's never home. A. B. He's always in his room when he is home. And Maybe C, that's why. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that? That's why? No, he was always in his room before <laughs> I even came. And then, um, why do everyone keep, like, I don't know what's happening here. And then, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, like, making me feel awkward and, like, I'm doing something wrong here. And, um, Nova peeing on the couch. Okay, thank you. Uh, oh, and then today his cat re met again, my dog, and, um, Nova tried to pick, well, he picked the cat up like, <gasps> like it was like a, like a toy. No. And then the cat scratched the shit out of him and made him bleed. So <gasps> that's not He picked be a the cat up? Yeah, literally was just like, he had the cat in his mouth. And at first, Nova was just trying to, like, sniff her and, like, you know, see what's going on here. And then the cat was just reacting by, like, and then, like, jumping up on the window and shit. And then Nova, you know, because the cat was running, then Nova started chasing it. And then the cat fell into the thousand Amazon boxes that you have in the (laughs) fucking house right now. And then they chased each other around the house, and then Nova picked it up, and then the cat scratched him, and he was bleeding, and then it didn't stop Nova. Nova was still chasing it, so we had to separate them. And the cat went back in Mike's room, and that's where it's going to stay now. All righty. Yeah, so. Saki loves kitties. I have to get him a some diapers, and uh, I'm going to take, I read you could take it to the doc, take them to the doctor, and, like, they can get, like, pills and stuff to not leak pee. Oh, okay. But I don't know if, I don't know, it seems like a lot of pee, just, uh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. And I was just telling you earlier, too, I have to buy, like, new bedding now and new everything, and. I'm going to buy him this onesie that prevents, well, helps prevent shedding so that he could still sleep on my bed because I really do like sleeping with him. Pause. But I can't be sleeping with someone that's going to like pee in my bed. And then he also just ruined my comforter. No, ma- no matter how much I wash it, it's just literally embedded with fur. Yuck. Yeah. But he doesn't go on my sheets, so at least we have that going for us. I, I don't have any more comments on this because I'm not particularly super interested. No, I just feel bad. Like, so what's he gonna do for the party? I'm just gonna bring him. Like, who's who's he gonna hang out with? Because everybody you would drop him off at is gonna be at the party. No, I mean, uh, I could just leave him in my house. It's not like he's gonna be gone, like alone for 24 hours or anything. Like, I'll make sure he's fed and stuff. Yeah. And I'm gonna bring him for like the daytime part so he can hang out outside because he could leak pee wherever he wants and fucking shed anywhere because it's outdoors. I just can't bring him in that house because that would, would you be bad. Invite Guap Dad to your birthday? No, Guap, his birthday is, and you know, the day before. Oh, right. And then the actual day of my birthday, the 27th, he has a show in Texas. Gotcha. So I think he's leaving on, it's a festival too. So, you know, it's daytime hours. So the flights would be a little issue. So I think he's actually leaving that Friday anyway so he's going to be gone but we just talked today he's doing something that Thursday so I might go but Pam and Farquaad will already be here so I don't know if I really want to does Guap's dog aka Nova, Nova did he get a surge in followers since Guap dad is now popping or have you not capitalized on that moment you've not congratulated his father on any of his success Whoa. you've just kind of left that I gotta, I gotta hop on to yeah. Guap Dog Four Thousand and check that out. You know, and it's crazy because I was thinking today because I have a Burberry collar on my Amazon wish list. If you guys would like to buy me things for my birthday, I have like four items on my wish list, oh. <laughs> so feel free to buy all four. And one of them is a collar for him, so he can match my birthday bathing suit. And I was all excited up thinking about the picture because then I was gonna post it on his Instagram and caption it Fashion Nova. Ah! Amazing! Was very excited mm-hmm. about that. But I completely forgot I should be congratulating his father on the number one album in the country. Yeah, you yeah. Wow. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm gonna he do doesn't that. even like me, and I just gave him a great <laughs> idea. Are you happy that he's not coming to my birthday? No. I don't... I don't know. Whatever. You know who I... I don't want to seem fake, so... I just remembered that I have to... Each um, other. I have to tell Raven to come. Okay. I wanted to know... Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, Because I, I was going to do that, but then I didn't know, so now do I you, know. Is there, like... Do I see this? I was going to ask, like, is there, like, a cute little graphic I can, like, send people, like, for the Saturday? But if you give it to me, then I'm going to know the theme, so it probably I won't feel like work. You, oh, I 
Did you make one? No. I mean, Why would like, you? Cause you're not inviting anyone. I am right. Yeah. You, you're inviting. I don't have one, but yeah. I have like in my head. Well, what I could use. Maybe I could tell everyone like a pretext to text me. No, I was going to just tell them, save the date. And then like gotcha. that, that Friday, once I get to the house and see the theme, then I can say, here's the address for tomorrow with a cool little okay. thing. Um, or I can make like an event, right? Or like a, I mean, I'm not inviting that many people. I don't know that we need it. Mostly everyone knows already. It's like, and my only like miscellaneous folks are like. Yeah, just make sure you text everyone to save the date. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I mean, I already made my exact, my master list on my document. So, wow. Sorry, guys. That's like all we talk about on this podcast. Oh, by the way, we're inviting a fan. Shout out a fan. Oh, yeah. Kid Machiavelli. It's Machiavelli, right? Yeah. On Twitter, who's one of our most loyal listeners ever. So is GP Carlo. Don't think I don't recognize Um, that. I love GP Carlo. Me too. He's amazing. Um, but I don't think he lives in LA. And dopest of Dave. Oh, also same. Amazing. <laughs> um, but what you call it, Kid Machiavelli, I know you live in LA, so we would like to extend an invite to you uh, to the Saturday celebration, the 27th. So contact us at your earliest convenience. There's a few others, I think, that live locally that we should tell in the poll up. DM me. Yeah. And then I'll deem you worthy or not. (laughs) (laughs) And if it's the first time that you've ever DM'd me. Right. Then you're definitely not invited. So don't even bother. (laughs) Yeah. There's like, um, there's this girl, Yessie, on Twitter that's been like fucking with me since at least 2014 for sure. And I know she lives out here, but I don't know if she listens to my podcast. So. Marissa invited me to her birthday party. That's how we met. No, yeah. that wasn't mine. Oh, that was Zong. Mike's. Yeah, yeah July like, 2017. A couple weeks before. Yeah, July 8th, 2017. That's where we met. And you were they were very awkwardly in the kitchen looking very shy. And Yay. then we became pals. And here I am. And I met Melissa that night, too. Oh, yeah. And then I met her at your birthday, like, two weeks, a couple weeks later. Yeah. Like, a month later or something. No, literally two weeks later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then and then I and I kept forgetting her name and I felt so bad. <laughs> a very simple name to remember. I know. I'm terrible with names. I'm actually horrible. That's why I can't do PR or anything cuz mm-hmm. I can recognize faces but I'll have no idea what your name is. Hmm. Yeah, I just uh don't like doing PR period. So Hey guys, today, July 16th, is Amazon Prime Day, so I'm about to go home and add even more stuff to my cart to take advantage of Amazon's bomb-ass deals. And yes, all of Joyce's packages are still rolling in, and that just goes to show you how much I love Amazon. Between flying in and out of LAX all the time and getting Summer Body Complete, Amazon's Audible app has been my go-to. I'm able to read audiobooks whenever I want. It's totally convenient. And for a limited time, you can start an Audible membership and save 66% on your first three months, which is a total of $30 off. After that, it's just $14. $14.95 a month for audiobooks. The offer is available from July 1st through July 31st, 2019. Audible members get a credit every month for any audiobook in the store, regardless of price. You also receive two Audible originals. And like I mentioned last week, if you haven't read the book I wrote yet, it's on the Audible site. Just type in Trap Kitchen by Marissa Mendez and support me, your homegirl. If you don't like your audiobook, though I'm sure you will, you can even exchange it for free. Use our special code to redeem this offer by visiting audible.com slash Marissa X or text Marissa X to 500-500 to get started today. That's audible.com slash M-A-R-I-S-A-E-X or text M-A-R-I-S-A-E-X to 500-500 to get started today. You know what I just realized? Raven's birthday is like the same day as your birthday. No, Raven's isn't. She's in August, Leo. Yeah. I think that's her birthday weekend too, though. Nope, it's she's a hundo p. A minimum week later. Okay, for sure. Minimum, and then Danielle is August eighth. Victoria's August 9th. Melissa's like August. I want to say sixteen. I'm so excited to meet your friends that I've never met. Me too. I really am excited for everyone to like bond and not to sound all into myself, but fuck it, I am a really amazing friend. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like all my friends are really amazing people. <laughs> So I feel like amazing people bonding with each other is going to just be amazing. It's going to be a ball of warm. Yeah, like everyone's going to just love each other. And essentially it's a Marissa celebration so everyone could just, you know, bond over their love for me. Oh, <laughs> I'm so into myself. It's so fucking annoying. But I know, I, this whole podcast is called Marissa Explains It All and Marissa just explains about herself. I mean. <laughs> and that's why you guys are here. And that's why people listen, right? People care about my life. So fuck you guys. Speaking uh, of things, we should explain. I have a new credit uh, credit tip, tip a tidbit, new credit tidbit. 
right? Because we do like to talk finance about credit. Facts. Yeah. Fi- oh, hashtag finance facts. Marissa explains it all. Um, so I tweeted the other day because I got a little email from one of those credit cards that I have that was like, you have a new FICO store, uh, score update, so go check it out. I was like, word. Do-do-do-do. And I went, I checked, and my motherfucking credit is at 790. 790? Yeah, 790. That's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And I tweeted about it, and I was like, um, I'm trying to get to like 810 or so by 2020. And somebody who is a credit person, specialist, or no, a mortgage person. So he yeah, works he in mortgage. mortgage yeah. Um, he tweeted me and he informed me that 760 or better, it literally doesn't matter past that point. And that's I did awesome. not know that. So if you guys are 760 or better, just that's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying don't do any better. Well, you but can take out like a $100,000 loan tomorrow. You think I could? Yeah. But see, here's the issue though. I have a phenomenal credit, but all my work is 1099s. So, and then, like, I do some bullshit every year on tax season, especially the last two years. I don't know what the fuck my accountant's doing, and I know he's doing something wrong. But I've just been getting money back, and I know I shouldn't be because I don't pay taxes, so I should be paying. Yeah. (laughs) So I think, essentially, what he's doing is reporting me at a loss, and then I'm getting money back for my expenses. So all that comes out to... To the government, I'm, I have a loss on my business every single year, uh, so I don't really make any money essentially to on paper. Uh, so I don't know if they would really approve me because it's like, well, somehow you're paying all your bills and you're good, but you also technically have no money, no income, no cash so flow. I don't. But know. that's why you need to take out a loan. <laughs> Yeah, but would I even get approved? Or I probably have some crazy. But wait, even doing a loan, what would that? Why would that change? Oh, because I need cash. Mm-hmm. That's why they would approve me. Yeah, yeah. But you pay shit on time. You say I need a lot of money, but I'll pay it off on time. But see, I don't. I don't. What would I need a loan for? If you decided to invest in your business, to buy a house, to take well, that's buy a, well, a, car. a mortgage is a loan. But yeah. wouldn't that just be considered a mortgage and not called a loan? Yeah. Well, it depends on how you want to finance it. Uh, this is a stupid conversation. Though. No, it's not. I feel like this is an important conversation. <laughs> it is a, okay. uh, so, like, for example, the city or Los Angeles has this program. It's called the First Home Ownership Program. Mm-hmm. And what it is is that you can borrow, I think it's up to $400,000 from. Which will buy you a shack in Los Angeles. From the city of Los Angeles. And you don't have to pay back any of it until you sell the home. What? But you can't use the home as a rental property, so you have to live in it. The program is literally for first homeowners. But to do that program, you all, you do have to put up some money for the down payment for yeah. the home. So you might want to take out a private loan for that. Okay. So so the city will pay the other whatever. Like you could put down thirty, and they'll pay. $370,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you don't pay back that three hundred seventy until, until you, you don't have sell to pay back home. any of that until you sell the home. But you still have a mortgage that you'll pay every month. And then whatever it is that you owe, like if you put down a $15,000 deposit down payment, but let's say you only had five and you, you need someone else to front you the other 10, you take out a loan for that. Okay. And then that's your own loan. You just deal with that on your yeah, own time. Yeah, it's a private So loan. then the mortgage number that you're paying every month, let's say you're paying 2000 a month in mortgage, that's going toward that 370 they loaned you? And so no. it's coming down. Oh. It's not going towards what they owed. I mean, what you what you owe them? Because they what, fronted it, you 370 it's, right? It would be the difference of how much the actual cost of the home is. Yeah, you, so let's say they, they sent, they yeah. Okay, so then in the end, when you sell your home and you got to pay them back, you only got to pay back minus what you already paid in mortgage, right? Yes. So what you would so let's say like the house that you want to buy is like a mill mm-hmm. and they give you 400,000 and all the payments that you've been making have been going towards that other 600,000. Oh. When you sell the home, basically you won't make that much money or from any. sell or any money because yeah. you have to pay back. Okay. City. But what about if the home was 400,000 and they fronted you 370 and then you stay there long enough and you pay it, pay off? it off. You don't owe any, you get to keep the money when you sell? I don't know. Wow. You would have to look into it. But that's what my parents did to get their home. Oh, wow. I want to buy a house in L.A. Yeah. It's the first home ownership program. I don't know the details of it now because this is like eight years ago. But it's really cool. But also. It changed a little bit. But it's something like that, right? I got the gist of it. But I also feel like homes are really fucking expensive in L.A. And with $400,000, you'll literally get like a shack. Yeah. Right? Or you have to live in like. Inglewood or some bit. I, I just chose that because I heard it in a rap song. I don't even know if Inglewood's bad. But <laughs> uh, Inglewood always up to no good is as far as I know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, right? 
I don't know. Even that's all that shit's becoming gentrified regardless, right? Oh, yeah. Compton, all that shit. Like so segue. they're really uh-huh. Kind of a segue, but the whole Nipsey thing about how uh, the LAPD was, like, investigating him before. Yeah, I didn't read anything into it other than the headline, uh, which is that the LAPD was investigating Nipsey Hussle for gang activity prior to his death and apparently are still going. So... So you guys all know, like, Nip was trying to invest in the community, trying to purchase properties, doing all of this. The reason why he ended up having to buy that, uh, the strip mall, was because they were going to evict him because the landlords were getting pressured by the LAPD to kick him out. Wow. And they're saying, to piggyback off that, they're saying if they do determine that it was, a like, a basis of gang activity, that they're uh, legally allowed to seize the entire property yep. and Nipsey's family will no longer own that. Yep. Um, so fuck these people. But it's really crazy because it's like who exactly, like I feel like within the LAPD themselves, they're probably at war, like the good cops and the bad cops, because I'm assuming that's who was investigating him. Right. And even in the press conference, um, upon his death, when they were starting to answer questions about what's his face, uh, Eric Eric Holder, Holder, um, that you know there was there was the one cop and I talked about this that the week that he was passed or whatever that was fucking in tears and was just about to meet with Nipsey the day that he died or the day after I'm sorry the day after he died that Monday and had his tie picked out and everything and they were meeting to discuss like reform and like how they can help in the community as a whole so I believe there are cops in in LAPD that are that were super for Nipsey and all the that the part that's just hard is that at the end of the day it was kind of a hub for not gang activity, but everybody was a Prior former gang, gang member or, yes, or active, gang. but are trying to be better. Type right. Shit. And it's just like, it's just, it's one of those things that's really, really tricky. tricky. And I don't know how they're going to have how because the evidence is there. Like, it, yeah, like he's, the guy he's, that, a, he's a rolling the guy crit, that period. he was with who ended up getting arrested. Oh, right. The one that had just been released and then got arrested. Yeah. So it's all of that. I don't know how they're going to, how this case is going to play out. It is very tricky. And And, and honestly, it's going to be a PR nightmare regardless, you know, if they do actually decide to do that. I mean, it's just crazy because it's like LA named the fucking square after him. So this guy is a prophet to y'all. and You know what I'm saying? Like a great person, like a great pillar in the community. It's it's hard because it kind of just shows that like when you have a record it's hard to absolve yourself yeah from no matter it. what the fuck you do like that shit is like there's and and for like regular people like it's hard to get a job after you've been in jail mm-hmm. or you know even if you're falsely in prison that's not gonna wipe off your record right. like it's still gonna show so it just shows that there are cracks in our system for sure and I don't know how I'm I'm very interested, but also nervous to see how this all plays out because if you really look at it on paper, it doesn't look good. It doesn't. It looks terrible. Yeah. And like, and the people can say however much they want to say, but at the end of the day, it's the LAPD, and it's like the whole like Sweden thing. It's like with ASAP Rocky, it's a little bit different, but it's like, yeah, everybody's like rah rah, it's ASAP Rocky, but they don't give a fuck. They're like, he's just a guy. So I think the LAPD is like. Half of them are just like, he's just a guy, and he's just a gang member, and there's gang activity going on. Especially the racist cops that never gave a fuck. Yeah, and they're like, why the fuck do we care? Right, he's a fucking gang member. And also, as many people as we want to think give a fuck, there's so many people who don't Don't give give a fuck. fuck. So many people from L.A., so many white people. Like we have discussed, we only know what's in our bubble and what comes to us. So to us, our whole world, or the whole world, cares about Nipsey Hussle and the great things that he did and he's so celebrated. But again, we're not tapped into random white people Twitter or Bruh, any of those places. My coworker literally asked me the other day, she was like, is the party dark? And I was like, what? 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 And, I was, and she was like, are there going to be black people there? At my birthday? No, not your party. Oh, like, a, a party like, that you guys were going to. And I was like, what? She was Ooh, like, dark. She was like, she was like, she's like, you've never heard that before? Huh? I was like, oh. Oh my god! But like people literally say shit like that, and like very like she didn't think that it was a bad con. Like she was just like she just said it. I Uh was like, and she has no idea who Nipsey is. She's from LA. Like there's so many people like that, especially in the setting that I work in. It's really crazy because I told you guys like I was driving to work, listening to Big Boy talk about Nip's passing, and it it just all hit me all like I just started sobbing like Mm because he was talking about his mom and like all this stuff, and I was like, oh my god! And I came to work and I was like a little teary eyed. Nobody at work knew the like. I had no idea. Yeah, it's crazy how, like, you could just live such a different life from someone that you sit next to every single day. The man had a giant funeral procession of, like... At the Staples Center. And, like, had a whole thing. But there was also so many people who had no idea that that even happened. I mean, the same way that, like, 
whenever it's a like a super white song that's like the number one song in the country or like Russ is like selling out tours and shit and everyone's like who the fuck listens to Russ like it's just because it's not in our world these oh, things so could be many- the huge and like there's shit overseas there's artists that like are fucking huge like when you hear about them and then you go to their social media and they have like fucking 65 million followers and we've literally never heard of these people like or these even these fucking YouTube kids I don't fucking know like there are so many worlds that you are not tapped into like like I don't know how many parents listen. I'm sure a lot of people that have kids listen to this. Fucking um, the two super cute girls and mommy cray cray, the fucking slime school on YouTube. Like, I'm watching this shit and like, uh, this shit is fucking amazing. And so I'm Googling it. They have like a fucking beautiful home that they got from fucking YouTube money and shit like that. And it's just a mom and her two kids and they fucking make slime in all different ways, forms, and fashions every week on YouTube. And they're fucking like bazillionaires. Like, and I never heard of them. And meanwhile, they have like a whole thing. And then there's some girl, JoJo or something from, I guess, Disney. She got a whole thing going on. Like, there's just worlds and worlds and worlds out there that we know nothing about. But allow that to inspire you all because there's mad bags out there to get in totally. mad different worlds. Yeah. Like, there's no reason all of us shouldn't be millionaires. Just find a lane. Make some fucking slime. I don't know. <laughs> I tried making slime recently, by the way. What did the people at your high school reunion think of you, Marissa? It was cute. One of the girls. Oh, so by the way, it was like a super, like I said, like super loose high school reunion. And like not that many people came. But we also left fairly early because we had another party to go to. Um, But uh, I don't know. One of the girls in the Facebook group was like, are you going to be signing Marissa Explains It All uh, merchandise? And I was like, cool. That is. Oh, oh my. Marissa was like. Oh, Oh, my God. Yes, I'm a celebrity. Hi. And I went and I was like extra and I wore a shirt that said, can we fucking still be friends? Just because I wanted to be like, oh, hi, I'm a feminist and I'm outspoken, even though this is my boo right next to me. Ha ha ha. ha. Oh, girl, summer, even though I got a man. <laughs> and Penny was like, your shirt, really? And I was like, it's fine. Because, you know, he's still learning the whole like feminist thing and kind of navigating that world with me. So he kind of is just like, okay, got to deal with it. Gotcha. Cool. But he's also very patient about that shit and doesn't like feel no way if I wear crazy shit or like pose my ass out and stuff so that's nice yay Penny yeah. made us proud again oh my god <laughs> let me try to see what else you have um Jermaine Dupree is a fucking douche nugget like a uh, quick backstory Jermaine Dupree was doing an interview and he was saying that female rappers today basically all talk about sex and they're former strippers that are just rapping and there's no <laughs> substance essentially and it's like my man, there's full songs from a, a billion different rappers about their motherfucking dick and fucking bitches and selling drugs. Selling and if, drugs. If you want to equate it, like, f- these former drug dealers is the same shit as a former stripper. Like, you came up from bad shit and did good shit. Like, shut the fuck up. Also, there are plenty of female rappers who are out here, or I'm sorry, women rappers who are out here rapping about shit that's not just their vagina. Like, child Tierra Wack, child to Rhapsody. There's so many. You're just not fucking listening. And then when he got all the backlash for it, he's talking about, oh, I'm going to start, start a, a female cipher. No one has shit to prove to you. Why the fuck? Like, and he just did a whole, he did a rap competition show. I don't remember what network he was on, but a whole bitch, one woman, sorry. And where the fuck she at? You didn't do nothing for her. Like, the fuck? The, this cypher is supposed to prove something to you? They don't got to fucking rap for you. Like, suck my dick, their dick, everybody's proverbial dick, bro. You're a fucking idiot. You're old. Go spend your, old, you know, your so-so <laughs> deaf money. Go suck the brat's dick if you feel like she had some substance. Obviously, you know, he's responsible for her. J- JD is a legend. I'm not going to take that away from him, but, like... That's the part that's disappointing, too. Yeah. It's, like, he actually has helped, like, so many females. Right. So, like, why would you say that about females? It's, like, is every... So then all that stuff that you did in the past like I don't it just doesn't add up it's in like the, the words, lack of respect the lack of respect is so like apparent apparent yeah. yeah in the words of Drake it bothers me when the gods get to act in like the broads <laughs> so Jermaine Dupree you fail and um you can suck everyone's dick let's see Diddy announces the return of making the band I saw a very uh this will be our last thing because then we gotta go I saw a very um let's sort of we talked about that and then yeah whatever um interesting conversation about that on twitter the other day because people were kind of asking like this is a very different world from the early 2000s when making the band was around and a lot of artists today have access to a lot more tools that those artists did not back in the day and 
you know, is it likely that an artist is going to, like, really, truly be down to walk to Brooklyn for cheesecake just to get put on on a record or whatever? But so there's kind of that argument and, you know, the whole, like, well, they could sue now and, har- you know, not harassment, um, like, labor and all yeah. that shit or whatever. But I guess also at the same time, which they didn't talk about in this thread, but I just thought of as I was saying it, we're also in a world of we got to make a viral moment. We got to do this. We got to do that. So even though on a music level, I would see why people wouldn't want to do that shit anymore because they could just go to the fucking room and upload a song on SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever, whatever, and do that shit themselves and call a homie and record in the studio. But being on television and doing these things that Diddy's asking them for is going to give them viral infamy and then it's going to, you know, whatever. So I guess it does. There is always a world for these kind of shows, whether it's on the music development side or actually just making good TV and Instagrammable moments and shit like that. Um, But as far as this actually building a career, like I don't know, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but especially in the urban space in particular, I can't name a show since the last make in the band that like actually put an herb like a rapper or like someone in that stature like on it's just so hard because it's so oversaturated to be there's so many and it's such a it's such a um subjective art whereas like if you're a good singer you're kind of just a good singer so it's a little bit i don't want to use the word easy because i don't want to downplay anyone's art but it's a little bit it makes a little bit more sense to like make a superstar singer from a TV show, right? But a rapper, it's it's just it's a different kind of you know what I mean. Like again, yeah. like a good rapper is suge- subjective to different people, yeah. and so it's like, and especially like an authentic rapper where we want to believe them. It's like you don't come up from a TV show; you come up from organic grassroots totally. things or whatever. So I think that inauthenticness also adds to it. So. All that to say, I'm pretty curious to see how he does it. I mean, there was different ways of making the band. They did the girl group so and the boy group, so maybe, like, that's the angle he's going to go to, although I don't see a market for girl or boy bands right now, but... I'm excited to see how this plays out. Yeah, I honestly just think it's going to just be a I just feel like it's good show to, really to watch. Up. Is it, though? I don't know if it's even going mean, to cross my radar. Like, no, there's so many it, things that exist that just, huh? Yeah, I mean, I don't give a fuck about... Like American Idol, anything. isn't that show on? I don't know who the fuck is on American Idol. I was going to ask, is, is that still on? I don't even, I literally don't know. No, there's an America's Got Talent is the big one, too. And I swear someone could win that, and I could they could be I, sitting at Dash downstairs, and I'd have no idea I that they were the winner of American Idol. can't name a single America's Got Talent winner. American Idol in high school, like, I I mean. Okay, I, got this. I know Fantasia, Ruben Stuttered, Kelly Clay Clarkson. Aiken. Clay Aiken. Uh, Ka- Catherine McPhee. Don't know her. Didn't uh, Taylor Swift do American Idol? No. Yes. Uh, no, she did not. No, I'm almost positive she, she did. did. It was Catherine McPhee. No, <laughs> I keep talking because... Taylor NSYNC. Swift did not do American Idol, Taylor, Marissa. Didn't she do something? No. What year did Taylor... Oh, Taylor Swift was... Oh, so it is a Google search. What year did Taylor Swift win American Idol? The answer is Taylor Swift was never on American <laughs> Idol, but... It was Catherine McPhee, I think that's what you're talking about. Her friend Kelly Pickler was... Oh wait, wasn't Kelly Clarkson from American Idol? Yeah, she won the first. She year. was like the big, the biggest. Yeah, one. and I fucking and, love her song. I have and, her song. Uh, I have multiple Hudson. Kelly Clarkson Hudson. songs. Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. Yo, American Idol used to actually be a thing. Yeah, I have I have Fantasia songs on my phone. I have That's, Kelly Clarkson I, songs on my phone. See, That's like it. that, like everybody had to watch that. That was like the only thing that we could watch. Wasn't there another one? Her name was like Kim or something, and she had a song called like One or like One Love, Kim. Jordan Sparks was on American Idol too. Jordan Sparks, and she's like an actual thing. Fantasia is an actual thing. So is Jennifer Hudson. I mean, yeah, Jennifer Hudson's a thing. Thing. She's a thing. thing. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson's a thing. She still does hella hosting shit. Yeah, no, and she, her and she was a big ass yeah. thing at the time. A moment like this was my motherfucking jam. And then she had that song in 2005 about like her dad being a dick. Totally jammed to that too. I feel like of all now. those people, the only one that I don't ever hear anything about is Ruben Stuttered. Yeah, he fucked up. What but happened? sorry for 2004 was a brief bop. I don't even know that one. But why would you make a song like that? It's very dated. Did Clay Aiken win or he was the runner up to Ruben? Ooh, good question. Because I feel like he gets more Somebody press. wants, yeah, now Clay Aiken gets way more press. Is that racist? Is this a race thing? We've been giving you guys quality content for about three years now, and we want to bring you even more. By subscribing to our Patreon, you'll have access to everything from full videos to spending a day with the gang and riding in a low rider through the streets of L.A. Um, We got tiers for our listeners on a budget, and we got tiers for our big ballers, too, and 
everyone in between. And even if you don't care about the content and you just want to support us, we would appreciate that too. So subscribe to us at patreon.com slash M-E-I-A podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash M-E-I-A podcast. What is Ruben stuttered up to? I don't know. I don't know, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Golf ball? Gospel. Oh, he's singing gospel. Oh, that's for Lane. There's a Lane. Shout out to Ruben Stuttered. I feel like we should call this episode Sorry for 2004 because it's a tie-in, also Penny stuff, 2004. Do you remember William Hong Shebang? Oh, my God. Was that American (laughs) Idol also? Yeah. Those were a viral moment. That was a viral moment before viral moments were viral moments. Wow. Shout out to Ruben. No, just kidding. (laughs) William William. Hong Shebang. And on that note, it's time to go because I am getting confused. So um, Marissa explains on Instagram and Twitter, meiapodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to our Patreon. I Sweater God, we are going to be adding more shit. And I love you guys. And Kim Machiavelli hit us up. And then also anyone in the LA area that's an avid listener that has proven they're an avid listener. If you want to come to our barbecue on July 27th, holla at Joyce's DMs. Bye. Bye.